0: Welcome, welcome to uh, the Anxious in Austin and Australia podcast. Yeah. Slash, uh, web. Slash webcast, yeah. Web, webcast,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Webcast. Yeah. Okay. Hi, I'm Dr. Mary Stout, recording live from Austin, Texas.
0: nice, and I'm Dr. Thomas Smithyman from Sydney, currently.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes.
0: So, so today our topic.
1: Yeah. It. Yeah. Anxiety, exercise is influence on anxiety, basically. Yeah.
0: yeah. Exercise
1: so, treatment for anxiety.
0: Yeah. Can you use exercise to improve anxiety? Yeah. Right. So um, since we haven't actually talked since our last podcast, how did you come up with this one? Um, yes. Yeah, so we
1: always try to like pick these as to what our current interests are. Yeah. And... Um, Honestly, I think this is because I've had a lot of clients where this has come up, um, mm-hmm. and I've had a lot of clients where, I mean, there's so much research on uh, depression, exercise for depression, and uh-huh. I have had a lot of clients, maybe it's that it's winter here in Texas or what, but I have had a lot of clients who have um, higher rates of depression recently, and mm-hmm. that exercise is such so a help with that. Um, okay it's been just come up kind of organically. Um, mm-hmm. and I think personally with, you know, I, I think exercise is like a big part of my life. Um, mm-hmm. and how that, I don't know, helps with mood and such personally. I've been thinking about oh. that, like, yeah, and, Cause I don't think I do, like, crazy workouts, but I I try to work out every day and, like, why that is so important to me. And I think a big piece of it is for, like, oh, sorry, um, stress reduction. And, yeah, so I was just curious because we work with clients with anxiety and there's so much research on, like, it exercise helping for, like, medical reasons and physiological states mm-hmm. and um depression. And so I was just curious, like, whenever yeah. my clients ask me about, like, uh-huh. How does my food affect this? How does my sleep affect this? How does my mm, yeah. exercise affect this? Um I was like, tons. I don't know that much about the research on it though. So because I always said so this was like a that. good
0: excuse for us to kind of yes. get in get into yep. the research and kind of figure out how it really applies to anxiety.
1: Sure. And when we were talking last time about um the self care piece and about like that Maslow's hierarchy of needs, yeah. right? Like that close to the base there like you got to get exercise and it's a part of yeah. like a way to take care of yourself and so just curious about like yeah more research on specifically how that influences
0: anxiety and it does yeah. and behold. And you, let's let's talk about it um, So yeah does does so, yeah. exercise help anxiety it does yeah it does,
1: it does. done it does podcast done it, it does. does
0: moderate Moderately, right? (laughs) Um,
1: Yes. Uh, And there's a a lot more, obviously, there's a lot more research on it with depression. um, And there's a lot more research on it with panic than Mm -hmm. other types of um, anxiety disorders. Uh I think that's based on, obviously, the like using interceptive exposures for panic.
0: I was was thinking the same thing, you know, because exercise does help mimic some of those panic sensations. Mm. So obviously it's gonna make sense. Go go to exercise as a way of desensitizing yourself to the sensations. Sure. And then you'll be less likely to panic. So that's an obvious sort of way to jump into it, I think.
1: Yeah. Um and there's something else I was gonna say too. Oh, uh, a lot on aerobic exercise, not as much on like weightlifting lifting and yeah.
0: uh-huh.
1: like yoga and different forms of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, to the vast majority of what I saw in the research was on aerobic exercise helping, yeah, society. which
0: which was largely sort of, at least from what I came across, a lot of it was jogging or walking. Mm-hmm. Which,
1: so, when you want to think about right. like what you want to recommend to clients, like mm-hmm. that feels so accessible, right? To say to somebody totally. like, you can go for a walk. You don't have to oh, like, like, you this know, is join it. CrossFit. That's and exactly this what I was going to say. it's right? yeah, yeah, it doesn't. You don't have to like. Yeah, sign up for a triathlon or something like that. It can be go for a walk. Go for a walk it counts. Yeah. It helps.
0: Yeah. Uh huh. So, so yeah. So the the brief kind of intro result is it seems to help. mm You know, like moderately, it's moderately helpful. Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It's not it's necessarily. A fix it. a, yeah. A fix a cure, but it's helpful. It's helpful. Like, I mean, I, yeah.
1: There are different reasons to, that I wanted to
0: talk about
1: why it's they... Sort of the,
0: the, the reasons why? Okay, yeah, because yes. that's that's something I, I would like to hear more about. Because, yeah, I, I do think that, like, I, w- I read some, some meta-analyses and, like, some review articles, and they basically said, yeah, mo- put all the studies together, it seems moderately beneficial. Um, and I'd say, like... One thing that I was, was noticing was that some of the studies would, I mean, what population was being addressed was a little different. So if you were a healthy person, like you didn't, you weren't diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, exercise reduced your your anxiety. If you had high anxiety scores, reduced your anxiety. If you've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, it seemed to, again, reduce your anxiety, but maybe not as, not as much. So it's, you know, has uh, like maybe a bigger impact with people who have less initial anxiety. Was, was, was that what you found?
1: Um, yeah, I also found that it, but it was preventative as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which was great, um, yes. especially like for, not surprisingly, panic disorder, like people even mm-hmm. when they did those um you know the like co2 studies where they mm-hmm. them in the over co2 to like create yeah. a panic attack um, that people like research on people with panic disorder and then would do the co2 pieces if people were regular exercisers that they were much less likely to have a panic attack from the co2 totally.
0: which which makes sense because you've already habituated to all those sensations yeah and I, I know that they would sort of I mean, this is totally in line with the panic, but some of the um, some of the studies were just focusing on anxiety sensitivity. Yeah, so, that was a huge like piece. How, how sensitive are you to your body sensations? Because mm-hmm. um, that's one of the research kind of ideas that you find is the more sensitive you are to your body sensations, the more risk there is with panic. Mm-hmm. So you can reduce that sensitivity just by. Habituating by doing regular exercise.
1: Yes. And um, especially was, uh, one was looking at, one study I saw was looking at both high and low intensity exercise, reduced yeah. anxiety uh-huh. sensitivity, um, but only high intensity exercise reduced fear of anxiety related body sensations. So kind mm, of basically, okay. you know, like basically like interceptive exposures is what it totally. sounds like. Yeah.
0: So that's, Reduce, like, that's what, one of the other pieces we sh- we we'll, we should make sure to talk about is that the that intensity, the intensity piece, you know for for kind of recommendations. Right? yes because, yeah. mm-hmm. so because because I think overall, um, yeah,
1: cause what I saw too in one was a meta-analysis that said like the magic number seemed to be 21 minutes of exercise oh. <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> yeah i did not talk about uh, that
0: someone 21 minutes Yes, so
1: that's cool. like the when they looked at like the, the meta-analysis look at all these different research studies yes. um wow. it seemed to be like the magic number once you hit like into 21 minutes that's when oh, i'm trying to find this is me wanting to know specifics but that's when it seemed yeah. to um, make the biggest (laughs) difference
0: yeah oh yeah 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 okay (laughs) 21 Uh, minutes okay
1: yeah across all three meta-analyses was exercise duration exercise of at least 21 Mm. minutes seems necessary to achieve reduction in state and trait anxiety
0: state and trait and and for so for for people who are listening to us state anxiety means in the moment how you're feeling because like if if you if we found that exercise just reduced your state anxiety, I mean, you exercise and you feel better for a short time afterwards, but then the next day you'd be just as anxious. Whereas, if it affects trait anxiety, it means we're actually lowering the everyday baseline of anxiety, which is a really important distinction to have because mm-hmm. I, I think people always kind of knew that short term do exercise you'll feel better afterwards yeah
1: like going to walk you're upset right now you're anxious yeah. like get out of the house and go yeah. go move your body
0: totally but can it actually affect you broadly over time and the answer is yes to that like that, mm-hmm. that's what these studies are trying to figure out you can actually affect your your trait anxiety level with exercise. although it but, seems to take yeah. a
1: while for that to really kick in which is the difficult mm. piece i think why people don't you know it's not like somebody comes into the er
0: mm-hmm. say
1: like go exercise like because it takes yeah. a little while for them to really start changing some mm. of those longer term traits yeah do, it.
0: Do, do you have a sense of of how long because i mean w- what i looked at the the studies varied massively yeah. in how long the program would like some programs were like a week some a six months so yeah did, i did not come away with the sense of how long to do it for to have these these effects
1: this one that looked at these different uh, meta-analyses um, was, said that training programs need to exceed 10 weeks before significant changes in trait anxiety um, occur.
0: Okay, okay. That's, so like two and a half 21 That's minutes. A <laughs> That's, well, I mean, 10 weeks is, yeah, if you're looking minutes. at it, yeah, as an intervention. I mean, but if you're looking at it as a lifestyle, you know, kind of change then ten weeks in the course of a life is pretty it's pretty short. Sure. But I, I do understand if you're like, I hate exercising and I really don't want to do it, but I'll just do it if it makes this a little better. Ten weeks may feel like a long time yeah. to have. But ten weeks have a change in your trait anxiety level, that's actually really good. Mhm. Just from going on a twenty one minute walk. walk a walk. Yeah. Just from going on a walk, which is you know lovely to begin with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure if you're in the right place if you're in texas and it's summer then no that's it no it's
1: not, then it's not yeah. no no but right now yes we're yeah. just outside yes <laughs> so um, i feel like
0: i interrupted you when, when you started oh it was the oh we've...
1: how or why what Yeah, the... why
0: i mean that's really important right so we know yeah it's moderately effective it's moderately effective for anxiety disorders you know it's certainly better than doing doing nothing. Um but yeah, I we always gotta figure out why.
1: So some of the research I came across said it was um increases serotonin, right? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Which we all know pretty great. Physiolog that there can be some physiological impacts. So one, yeah, it can it can improve serotonin.
1: Yes, supports the growth of neurons. Um another theory suggests that it helps by normalizing sleep. Which kind of oh, pops okay. on the brain um okay okay the other ones
0: uh, blah, some, blah, blah, blah. some some hpa yes. access stuff yeah. right so yeah. like reducing threat threat system activation mm-hmm. so, look at so, you yeah, calming down yeah um
1: and then some other pieces that like this is more like psychological explanations. It's uh, yeah. doing meaningful activity, providing a sense of accomplishment.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: the responsiveness to stress is moderated by activity. Um,
0: responsiveness to stress moderated by activity, meaning so if someone has been exercising and they have a stressful experience, they, they're going to be less um activated by it so something stressful will bother you less mm-hmm. if you are exercising regularly yes right yeah and then that here that is- seems important to know okay so you handle stress better if you've been exercising which is kind of like a sleep thing too right totally if you right which sleep again well, is
1: like some of those yeah. like basic building blocks of like yeah, yeah increasing your resources that it takes like a bigger stressor to like pop through to be able to affect yeah.
0: you which which really means You're more resilient. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. um, Totally. I mean, that's that. I I think that's I mean, pull that piece up. That's a great promise to me. Go exercise, and then when things are stressful, it'll bother you less. That's it. If you take that away from it, that's great. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: And it doesn't take that much to do it.
0: And it doesn't take much. Yeah. That I was very happy to hear that this is, I'm going back to the previous thing, but I'm very happy to hear that. It didn't require like forty-five minutes, four days a week of r- running and or doing like something super intense. I was very happy to hear. I can go on a walk, and I'm I'm getting the, these benefits. Maybe maybe a little bit less benefit. Like the more intense, it seems like you get more benefit. Sure. But sure. just walking, you're getting like moderate effects that's great mm-hmm.
1: well okay. and i had remembered from like the depression a lot of the depression research it was like 20 to 30 minutes of aerobic exercise three to five times a week was yeah. like the recommendation so i was like that is fantastic right like if that can be helpful for depression which is harder because right you're less motivated
0: when you're depressed yeah, you got less energy <laughs> if you're anxious you've tend to have some, yes. some you're more likely
1: to assistance. yeah like walk okay
0: go and <laughs> go and, go some and the do talk. something active mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yes i always say like that's why i love part of why i love working with anxiety right because people are motivated <laughs> like i will do it okay you're telling me to go walk let's do it <laughs> i have a
0: bunch of extra energy here i okay. need to put it into something yeah yeah
1: i'm willing this other one that i thought was yeah. interesting yeah uh like look at some mice mouse brain models
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: when they, so we did this research. Yes, this is on um, basically like social anxiety in mice. So they would take like these bully mice uh-huh. yeah. versus the more submissive mice and have like a partition between them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and so they would take like some mice and like not let them have much space to exercise mm-hmm. um, and see how they would respond. And then they would take like some mice and respond to the bullies and then take another group of submissive mice and give them lots of tunnels and things, ways to get lots of exercise, and then put them against yeah. um, the bully mice and see how they would respond. Um, and basically, what it said was, like, these these mice that had more opportunities to exercise were did not show the same, like, anxious avoidant model against uh, okay. these. Okay. So, it was, like, helpful for, I mean, this is, yeah.
0: mice,
1: humans, but showing yeah. some social anxiety pieces yeah like, uh-huh. exercise too which I was like oh that's
0: okay well, cool. well if, if, if we can if we can quickly discuss Thomas's social anxiety corner <laughs> part, of the, part of the podcast I did I did have a look at, at kind of what social anxiety uh studies I could find for this and there there was one study where they were, they were looking at I think it was like panic and generalized anxiety and social anxiety and the social anxiety um, people responded most, like they had the biggest response, like beneficial response to exercise, out of the different groups.
1: Wait, uh, which groups again?
0: I think it was like uh, panic and generalized anxiety, and social. And social had the yeah had the biggest treatment Bigger response. Bigger
1: than panic, huh?
0: Which I is interesting. Why. So, well, it made me think maybe it's the you know just like with these mice, the, the social anxiety a core piece of that is that defensive response and backing away and giving things up and not doing, mm-hmm. not doing things, not entering the social world. Mm-hmm. So I think that maybe,
1: uh, I feel more physically powerful.
0: Go in, go into a gym and uh, go into a, so you're, a lot of like an exposure component to social it, social exposure because it's, there's other people and you're, entering a social environment and practicing doing kind of appropriate activities within a social environment. So you're getting sure. exposure to a social environment too. Sure. Even so like going on a
1: walk, like cause I yeah. often go on a walk near our um, office. There's a lot of like saying hello to people as they pass by you
0: and <laughs> yeah. right. Like Yeah. I'm totally, sorry. totally. It's like little mini, like, I, I mean, I, I, I go for a walk every, every evening here. Um, yeah, and I I will say hi to people or yeah. smile at people or practice getting ignored by people as I walk past them. Any yeah. of those what? things, all all good exposures. Yeah. I was say
1: they're not Texans, huh? Are people not friendly? They're not, they're
0: not Texans. No, no, no. I mean, they're friendly as long as they're like sixty or older. Oh. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the young people uh, will ignore you. So. Huh. Yeah, at least that's my personal experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but it's but I mean even that's a good social exposure. Yeah, you're practicing. Yeah, being you can ignored get ignored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tolerating mm-hmm. it, eye, or you're being around people, or you're just just by being in the same environment as other people, you're being observed by them. Mm-hmm. Like oh they're, yeah, they're, opportunity. A of, yeah, a lot of social anxiety folks who 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 uh, want to exercise, but their social anxiety prevents them because they're worried about being observed Mm -hmm. at the gym. Like either just, well, people are going to look at me and judge me or I'm not going to know what to do or Mm -hmm. I'm going to look like, like I'm going to sort of reveal some flaw or reveal some problem with me Mm -hmm. by going, therefore I avoid it. So going to the gym and working out, the exercise is beneficial, I think. But also going to the social environment is beneficial.
1: Yeah interesting
0: yeah so in what i found this is something i found very interesting uh, i there's not, not enough to really go on much here but there was maybe uh, honestly very few actual studies um w- with social anxiety but um the two that i come, came across they that exercise wasn't being compared to like wait list or no treatment it was being compared mm. to active treatment so what they found is that there was no real difference between exercise benefits on social anxiety and um, mindfulness-based stress reduction <laughs> benefits to social <sighs> anxiety. I know. So the comparison wasn't doing nothing. The comparison was mindfulness-based stress reduction, which is a super complicated, you know, p- powerful Excellent mindfulness treatment. Yeah. Yeah, and the other study um, compared it to group cognitive behavioral treatment yeah so and there was no interesting so it's
1: comparing it to the like disengagement you know shift attention one and the other one
0: exposure yeah and and cognitive interventions yeah and and it was not the treatment outcomes were not different like there was no and i believe if i remember correctly that um the exercise was being used as a control group
1: (laughs) that, that kind of supports with this mouse study right like yeah they compared good
0: about yes it
1: was just the exercise was like the only variable like they had these mice two groups of like submissive mice um so then of course as in mice studies then they like cut them up and looked at their brains um
0: sorry that's a sad part (laughs) that's the harder part of this i'm gonna edit that part out of the podcast
1: what they learned was fascinating (laughs) though um there's increased activity in a region that mice have that we don't have called the infralimbic cortex, part of the brain's emotional processing circuit. Uh-huh. Um, so they found that with the exercise mice, that it was more activated. Um, yeah. and even though humans don't have one, we have a homologous region known as cingulate area 25 or Broadman area 25.
0: Oh, um, yeah. Broadman area 25. Yeah. showing that it, of it the does like
1: brain uh-huh. changes
0: uh-huh. to uh-huh. this. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: The, you know getting exercise and it was for this it was like just exercise alone right it wasn't these other mice were not getting cbt group treatment yeah <laughs> yep. empty, mindfulness totally, based yeah. reduction yeah would be there, you know like so yeah. it was and yet showing like very different um behaviors in response and to totally bullying. yeah
0: which is which is great and i think you mentioned a while ago and i, I think i, I kind of glossed this over but i think that idea too of like one of the other mechanisms the psychological mechanisms of benefit at least the way that i think about it and i think some of the research back this up but that idea of like pride or self-efficacy mm-hmm.
1: yeah like, you're powerful what, when you exercise
0: yeah there's something about exercising that you get proud of yourself for doing it you accomplish a goal you feel healthier um yeah and you you're able to to tolerate discomfort and keep going like these things th- these are what build legitimate pride and self-efficacy which i think is very good you know i i do wonder i think i don't know if any of the studies ever did this but um i've talked to a few um a few people i've worked with about um like not just the aerobic stuff but like say weight training or like martial arts training or things that are Specifically designed to give you that feeling of being more powerful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and I think that that ties into increased sort of pride and increased feeling that you can accomplish things,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. Like well, certainly, certainly,
0: interesting... certainly was for me, yeah.
1: What you found you feel very,
0: yeah, like, like personally, when I would do, mm-hmm. when I would do like, uh, like weight training or like I did, I did various forms of martial arts most of my adult life. And I found it was really good for that.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's. Sorry, this isn't on that. This is on you're a minute ago. But um, I know there's a lot of research on uh, back when we were doing like the self-compassion research, and they did so much of mm-hmm. it for women with eating disorders. That mm-hmm. exercise, even though your their body wouldn't change, you know, their weight mm-hmm. wouldn't change after a single, you know, workout that um yes like the a lot of the body dysmorphia and um mm-hmm. body image scores would change just at the end Wonderful. of a workout so that same piece of like you know changing like pride and power
0: yeah. and like, yeah of
1: pieces after exercising that mm-hmm. even though like it hasn't changed your weight or what your body actually looks like or how strong you actually are in totally. one exercise, yeah. it changes your like belief.
0: Yeah, your um, your internal experience mm-hmm. of it. Right. It hasn't changed the external, but it does change the internal, right? Which again, yeah, behaviors can change your internal.
1: Yeah, which again, we talk so much, yeah, about exposure is like that Mm -hmm. is a humongous piece of it is that, like, that pride, like, versus avoidance, where you feel very submissive and, you know, there's a lot of shame that can go along with it. Like, when you complete an exposure, there is this, like, huge feeling of, like, oh my God, I did this thing. Like,
0: yeah, pride and power
1: that goes along with it.
0: Totally. And, and the reason that, you know, we emphasize pride and power is because that's the opposite of a submissive threat system. Ooh, the threat okay. system wants you to shut down and avoid you feel not powerful enough. You feel like being dominated by by circumstances or by the by the fear itself. So any of it increases your feelings of pride and power and effectiveness. Which makes balances. so much sense balance is very helpful. Yeah.
1: With anxiety in general with with social anxiety specifically. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, yeah, obviously, the specific exercise and intense exercise makes a lot of sense in treatment for like panic, and just mm-hmm. like increasing overall resources kind of makes sense for all of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, oh, just, yeah. Uh-huh. I was talking Ex- with a colleague
1: today, Ryan, psychologist. Uh-huh. Okay. So Name to the anxiety yeah. treatment center of Austin. Thank um, <laughs> you. Yeah. And uh, to something had come in my office and we were talking about and I was like oh I'm about to do this podcast about exercise and anxiety and we were talking about all the, uh, the research there is for exercise and depression and he was mm-hmm. saying oh it makes sense because like for GAD because with depression right there's so much rumination so if exercise would be so helpful for the rumination piece that rumination is so similar to worry right like rumination yep. being yeah, focused on the task, some rumination, coin. yeah focusing yeah. on the future it makes sense that it would be so helpful. So I was like, oh yeah, I hadn't even
0: considered it. Uh-huh. So so this is one of the the other sy- potential psychological mechanisms that are helpful. Is it it stops you from worrying and ruminating?
1: Yes. Well, uh-huh. that's one of the things they look at with with um, the depression piece of it.
0: Well, well, then it it makes it makes sense then, yeah. And 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 I think I did come across that as one of the potential like reasons that this is helpful, is that it gets you out of your head.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: focusing on things um hmm. okay sorry then I no, I no no i i i, I was just processing that. that idea of why that would stop you from worrying so worrying and rumination the easiest way to to stop it is to cut off the attention being internally focused on a topic right so do you think that that it is helpful because the exercise is requiring your attention to be focused on something else not tripping yeah not tripping or like maybe if you're out in an environment noticing what's happening around you
1: or keeping up with a workout routine or
0: yeah like i I, i'm thinking like if it's like a i think a more intense exercise or like a um like you would be doing like i don't know like yoga or something like i'm just thinking you can worry and ruminate and walk at the same time sure and i'm sure a lot of people do yeah so i'm trying to think like what what it is that's helping people not worry and ruminate like if you're doing a complicated task like if you were doing a whatever
1: jazzercise
0: jazzercise uh smart, martial Zumba. arts yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you're going to like you have to focus your attention on how do i do this properly which gets you out of your head Mm -hmm. you can't worry ruminate and do a difficult task that requires attention um walking though i'm not a runner i've never been a runner so i don't know if that just pulls you out um but i do a lot of walking now that's sort of what i'm physically able to do for exercise um and i have to choose not to worry and ruminate a lot Mm. of the time because I'm comfortably walking mm-hmm. and a place that's not a novel environment and it's easy to go up in the head. I have to actually pull myself out of my head. Huh. Do
1: you find when it's done you feel oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, better when, and it's uh,
1: easier to just not yeah, engage ma-
0: with it? Maybe halfway through I start to feel some of the physiological like calming effects and then I just start to relax and it's much easier mm-hmm. to not to not be up in my head but early on i pull myself out um and i i choose to i used to like listen to audiobooks or podcasts or whatever on um, music but i've i don't anymore now i just i take my headphones out and try to have some silence for like <laughs> some portion of my day so like i try to reduce my stimulation for like like calming reasons so you know just less stimulation keeping me always engaged trying to actually calm down, almost like a meditation. Um, but I do have mm-hmm. to choose. Oh, up in my head. I'm choosing to detach and not worry. I'm going to choose to not ruminate. I'm going to choose to let that go and maybe externalize my attention to what's in my environment or something else. So I do want, okay, I don't have an answer, but I do wonder if, if that varies by
1: Maybe that's part of why it has to time. be 21 minutes.
0: Maybe, maybe, yeah. I mean, what? So we mentioned those are all possible mechanisms. Mm-hmm. What? What's your? What's your? Oh gut? God! I
1: hate it when you do this. Gut. <laughs>
0: Hey, this is this, this is why we talk about this stuff, right? No. Is to like, this is how you think of things. You're always
1: like, now let's come to a conclusion and let's like, what was the lesson learned? That's not my brain. My ADHD brain is just like, oh, 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 squirrel. Well, so that's exactly
0: how my ADHD brain works too. But I, I know I'm not going to remember 100. Well, I am. But in the moment, I don't want to have to think of 100 different things. I can pull it down. to like, what is what's my what's my takeaway here future future me will appreciate having a takeaway
1: yeah i mean i definitely think of it as like increasing resources for Mm -hmm. sure yeah totally that it takes more than like a bigger stressor Mm -hmm. than it would you know if i have more resources it takes more to grab my attention to become a trigger um the singulate area twenty five, or yeah, <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> clearly a, clearly area twenty five is, is doing this, yeah. I I I do th- I think there I think there is a physiological piece and a psychological piece, right? Like like it's not one or the other. I think mm-hmm. that you know like like I think most human human stuff is not like the reason there's all this could be this or that or this. It's just because human brain stuff is complicated, mm-hmm. and there's, if you try to pull it down to a single cause, I think that's probably not right. So I think there is a physiological response and a psychological.
1: Sure. Well. Yeah. Even, and I also don't know like the specific mechanisms, but I also think like we as humans were built to move, right? Like we were made uh-huh. to walk, um, and to walk a lot, Absolutely. and so mm-hmm. the idea that this would be like reinforced by making us feel yeah. good,
0: makes sense totally, it makes you think that Texas should build sidewalks ah,
1: uh, your lips yeah. to <laughs> Greg <Abbott's> ears
0: yeah <laughs> yeah, but, but I think you're right, we, we are built to move and I think like the evolutionary research especially emphasizes walking that as humans we like walked all the time and like, I know I've seen some research that says that we do that better than other animals. And that was that there are some uh, proposed hunting techniques that were just humans could walk for so long that the other animals would eventually just like, (laughs) I'm not sure if it's true, but I've come across that, but there's been this emphasis on humans are real good at walking
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and, and it appears to be very good for us. And it's like, it feels enjoyable, you know, versus something that's really tough and you be like, Oh, I'm glad I did it. I feel good now. Walking, I think it feels That's good the whole time. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just like I, I, uh, like personally, I really, really love, like, I, I walk probably an hour, an hour and a half every day, like, on a walk in, in the evening, and it just feels wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I try to take a walk pretty much every day. And I have a dog, who so need to he loves yeah. it as well. And... So,
0: oh, so, you know, none of these studies, uh, researched. Walking with a dog. But Not right. So. I'm, well, I'm willing to bet we would have had improved results from walking with a dog.
1: Depends on the dog. Because I'd say my oh. dog when he was like two versus my dog now that he's eight.
0: I'm like oh, walking no.
1: with him is much more enjoyable now.
0: Okay. Because of the stopping all <laughs> the time? He was
1: insane. No, he oh, was just okay, okay. He got okay. so much energy and so poorly trained. And-
0: yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I, was, I guess I was thinking of the social benefits of bringing a dog with you oh yeah uh, both on your connection to the dog and also how many people you meet because you have a dog Yes. Yeah. when yeah. you yeah. It doesn't help when your back.
1: dog is gonna like jump on them and
0: that's true <laughs> if, if your dog's gonna get rid of people it's for
1: real sure are overly excited
0: <laughs> yeah yeah That'd be, yeah yeah okay so i mean well I'd...
1: yeah then um the title of this this podcast should say like go take a walk go take a hike
0: yeah, yeah, that's catchy. Tell Anxiety
1: <laughs> to go take a hike.
0: Ah, oh, okay, okay, yeah. I can see where you're headed with that. But yeah, so I, I think my my conclusion from all this mm. is um, it seems moderately beneficial for Anxiety to exercise. All you got to do is it can be as simple as walking. You don't have to do it for that long. Um, it's beneficial, too. It seems like all the different types of Anxiety. Um, maybe some fringe benefits outside of anxiety itself, because it gets you engaged more in the world, facing facing some potential fears. But but it's just like the the bar is nice and low. Because I mean, this is one of the issues with like uh, exercise treatments is that people don't follow through on them mm-hmm. because they're too difficult. Like it's hard to do. Um, that's why I was just so glad to see that walking was the was on there. Cause if it was like four times a week weightlifting or going to crossfit or r- running or <laughs> other unpleasant things uh walking pleasurable easy mm-hmm. low anybody, low bar most S- anybody can do it yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean that i mean that that is one of the one of the downsides right is not everyone can exercise mm-hmm. which i know from bitter personal experience for <laughs> periods of time where i was un- unable to, oh, <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm gonna consider that the uh, a- end of the podcast alarm. <laughs> we will we will see you next time with another exciting Hi. podcast. <laughs> so, thanks for listening.
1: Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.
0: Yeah. Uh, keep
1: your questions.
0: Yeah, keep yes yeah, su- su- subscribe to us or give us ratings and reviews and email Marianne
1: com.
0: Uh, and I, I'm going to keep talking as though I have a website called com, but there's nothing there, but they're in the process of building. Check it out, out so. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. See you. you soon. Bye bye.